You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. folks and welcome to episode one of our West of Scotland Football League Premier Division 2022-2023 season preview on SN Media. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure as always to be your host. We are going to start this show by taking a look at the following four clubs, Darville, Cumberland Juniors, Larg Thistle and Kirkintillet Rob Roy. For the Champions Darville, we spoke to their captain Darrell Mega about their thoughts for the season ahead as they look to retain their title. Cumberland Junior's Brian McGinty as he looks to refresh his squad over the summer in a quest to try and move up the table. Lag Thistle manager Stuart Davidson about their ambitions for the season and their hopes for going forward. And following a great season last season, we speak to Kirk and Tillett Rob Roy manager Stuart Maxwell about the season ahead and their hopes and aspirations. Let's get straight into it. Let's start by talking to Darrell Meggett from Darrell. So it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by the Darrell captain, Darrell Meggett. Darrell, welcome to the show again. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. No worries. How are we? Aye, all good, mate. Aye, not too bad. Just back from my honeymoon, so aye. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Obviously, last season was, you can look at it two ways. Obviously, winning the league was a big ambition for the club. How pleased were you to just get the, the league won for the fans, the players, and obviously the staff as well? Ah, it was great. Obviously, probably a lot of people written us off for the amount of kind of backlog of games we had, but I think that's what you've got squads and the depth in the squad to get to get through the kind of games. But no, it was great to win the league. Obviously, unfortunately, we didn't progress where where we wanted to go. But I think we're getting a crack at it this year, and hopefully, we just go that one step further again. Yeah, and obviously the the lowland league playoff it came down to you, you yourselves against Trinent and Trinent. I think it's fair to say Trinent were just a better team on the day. Yeah, I, well, on the day, obviously, I had my stag do, unfortunately, just the way the fixtures had fallen in, but, yeah. listen, it's it's one of the ones of, the better on the day, you just need to hold your hands up and take it in the chin and kind of move on, you can't do much about it, but, um, but like you say, it was great to win the league, and obviously, Talbot's done it for many years and kind of strolled that league to a certain extent, year in, year out, so to kind of knock game off the top as well, it's... It's good that it gives him a wee challenge and I'm pretty sure they'll take that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously we'll touch in the quick turnaround. It's been no long since the last game of the season. How's it how's the kind of players found it getting back so quick and getting the kind of set up for the new season? It's been hard. Obviously, you need to kind of try and be a wee bit lenient as well with boys maybe away in pre-season and stuff like that and holiday, because like you say, it was a quick turnaround. But to be fair, a lot of the boys probably don't need a lot of hard work because like you say, it's it's only about what the End of May was our last game, and I we were back in middle of June, so it's it's not really a lot of time off, and I don't think you would lose much fitness through that kind of wee period. But probably modern day now, people do their own thing anyway, and keep naturally fit away from football. So everybody's kind of at a good standard, so it should be fine. Yeah, absolutely as well. And one thing that's obviously caught my eye was how many of the kind of players for last season have stayed on. Like how how good is that together in that team that you're obviously keen to stick together and go for this promotion again? Ah, it's great. As any team, I think, usually when you've got 
any squad you would like to keep probably ninety percent of your squad. Sometimes obviously you maybe get people leave to go elsewhere or you maybe want to strengthen people, uh, strengthen the squad, sorry, and bring other people in. But no, like it is any any manager would love to keep the the current squad season after season. So um but it's great to have kind of the, the core of the group still here. Because we all we all know what the league's about, and it'll be a wee bit tougher this year as well. Because I think it's obviously less teams, and the the caliber of teams is probably a wee bit better than it was last year. That's no disrespect to some of the other teams, but obviously you'll see you'll see this year that every week will probably be a a tough a tough day. Yeah, absolutely as well. And obviously, so a few players have been brought in. We'll mention them. Obviously, Ross Meekin, Chris McGowan, and Craig Truesdale. Safe to say, the kind of defences have been the priority this season. Is that fair to say? I I can just I think sometimes you need to try and strengthen for the back and work your way forward. Um, that's the way probably the Gafford be looking as well. But we're strengthened up the top throughout the season. Obviously, we brought in uh, Wee Jinky and Craig Mills, obviously like a new player yeah. as well. And William Robertson's back as well in the centre of the park. So that's potentially two new players you could look at it that way because they missed so much of the season last year. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, like you say, you're bringing in. Uh, the players that you've just mentioned there, it's it's good good additions to the squad. The competitiveness of the league, something we've spoke about with everybody, like obviously you are keen to defend your title. How hard is that going to be with so many good teams this season? That'll be tough. It'll be, even even last year, I think obviously there was a big hype about Darvo and whatever else. Everybody kind of you can maybe say raised their game against us and whatever else. But listen, that's you need to take that as it comes. That's what's going to happen. It'll be the same as well. We were playing against somebody that was spending about, like people say, you're spending money and whatever else and being ambitious, then people want to knock you off the top. And it's a different pressure now that you're defending it and not chasing it. Yeah, absolutely as well. And pre-season, which obviously you've been away, but like how good's it been to get for the, the players to get some game time and kind of going to some good places as well, like say Genefield and Lithwa, I think they played. Aye, well, we've got Genefield this Saturday. Right, okay. They played on Lithwa and played Stenhouse Muir as well. Yeah. So it was just getting an idea of, Maybe Stenhouse Muir obviously up a couple of leagues and gives you a, a good kind of idea of where the players are at. But no, I'd say pre-season games, you're, you're kind of just trying to build the fitness up. Maybe your last two pre-season games, you'd probably be looking to try and get your starting 11 playing together and getting an idea for kicking the season off. But like it's, any pre-season players hate running, they'd rather games probably all through pre-season. So, uh, but no, it's good to get the game sorted. So. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. And so what's the kind of overall target? Obviously, you're back in the Junior Cup. You've got the Scottish Cup again, the kind of senior one. Like, what's the overall target? Win the league and just get promotion plus some good cup runs? Oh, yeah, I would say anyway, we enter, we want to win. Of course, the same as any other team. Uh, but just need to take a game at a time. And like I say, it's going to be tough week in, week out. It's not, you're not going to get any easy games or home or away. People are going to want to come down to the ground and turn this over and same as well when we go away it's going to be tough yeah. but I then the, the, probably the main objective you'd be looking at is winning the league and getting that promotion that we missed out on last year and then cup games obviously you like you like a good cup run so yeah and obviously as well because the disappointment of last season it's kind of fueled a fire in a lot of players like they're just desperate to get over that next hurdle possibly I get a lot of people might look at it as a failure as well that we didn't get promoted even though you've won the league but You've got to take the positive of winning the league and just missed it, missed out in that last hurdle. So, we'll, like you say, there'll be a wee bit of fire in the belly to go that, that kind of step further this season. 
Brilliant. Well, we're wishing you all the best for the season ahead, Darrell. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. much. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you. So we're delighted to be joined by the Cumberland manager, Brian McGinty. Brian, welcome to the show. It's an absolute pleasure to be on. Thanks very much, Scott. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. We will touch on, obviously, last season. Obviously, you took the, the job in the kind of later stages of last season, but staying <clears> up was a priority. How did you find the kind of first few months of your time at Cumberland? Well, I think from what, even when I was watching games, when I was out of the, out of the management side of it, I think watching games, it, it was such a tough season for everybody last year and get, get, probably take out the maybe top five, five or six teams. Yeah. I think everybody else was was just making sure they t- were trying to stay up. Uh, I think when you look at the the seven and down, which ultimately I wasn't I wasn't involved in the, t- the time it got restructured, but I, I just think it, it was an incredible decision to get seven and down in the one season. And I, I feel sorry for teams like say a good mate of mine, lovers at the, the yeah. Benz, had a great season and and get down with. I think it was fifty two points he ended yeah. up getting down with. And I think when we took over, I mean, I think we were. I think we're one point above that, that relegation zone, that bottom seven, because I don't think you wanted to be sitting in the, the seventh spot if, in case of what happened with the playoffs uh, happened. So, uh, no, from that point of view, it, it was really about, we had a chat with the guys at the club, it was really about making sure we, we stayed up. Uh, and that was the real end, regardless of whether it was by one point or, or ultimately as we managed to do by a, a good number of points, and ultimately we're really comfortable in the end. But uh, no, it was a, a really tough season. So the main thing is back to a bit of normality this year with you, obviously, with the three going down, uh, give or take a, a couple of scenarios that could, that could occur. But no, it'll be a, a more realistic season this year, I think. Yeah, absolutely. We'll touch a bit on your kind of transfer activity. There's been a lot of incomings and outgoings. Just yep. talk a wee bit about who you've kind of brought in so far. One of the signings I want to touch on was uh, Mark McLennan for Urban Meadow. And that's a great piece of business to get him in. Yeah, well, listen, we're delighted with all the guys we've got in it. It was really, we, 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 we want guys we trust. I think as a manager, it's a huge thing to have, to have players that you trust in. We, I mean, if you even touch on Mark in, in a bit, but you look at the boys we've brought in, Jamie Bartley, although I don't know Jamie personally, I've done enough research on him. Yeah. Uh, he's worked with Adam Strainer, goalkeeping coach before Adam speaks really highly of him. So they've got that relationship there. Uh, really impressed with Jamie since he came in. And the other four guys that were brought in so far are all guys that either worked with Urban Meadow or they've moved on to other clubs and we brought them from. We we had them at Urban Meadow, so you get obviously Jared, uh, Brendan, Boyd, and, and Marky, obviously. And Marky, I, I just think is a is a professional. And all all four of the guys are this way, but Marky in particular, he, he was a, the Meadow captain. He was a captain for a reason because he leads by example. He's an outstanding professional, outstanding individual, and uh, a very good player to, to boot. And we just felt that when we when we came in last year, we, we felt, and, it, and it's not a slight to anybody that was there before, is it? It's just what we found. The standards that, that we expect of a, of, a, of a team in this level of football and the, the mentality just wasn't there. And we gradually set about sort of changing that with, with, with the additions we had last year in terms of sort of Ryan and, and Andy coming in uh, and, and guys like that. But I think, Going forward, we needed to really sort of set the set the bar with the people we brought in, and I think that the guys have done exactly what I thought they'd do. They've come in, they've hit the ground running in terms of the way they look after themselves, the way they prepare for games, the way they play, the, their approach to to winning games, uh, and just a, a good a good standard of boys and, and good mentality. But the trust thing is huge for us. Uh, I think we know, I think we're now looking at a squad, with the exception of maybe one or two that we'll maybe look to add or are in and around it at the moment. We've got a group that we, we worked with last year 
mm-hmm. uh, with, with the boys that we've kept. So I think that was about 12, or 11, 12 or 13 we, we kept. We brought in five guys, uh, again, with the exception of Jamie, who's working with Adam. The whole 16, 17 players, a lot of them, we've worked with before. Yeah. There's not that feeling in period, there's not that settling in period where they know what we expect and, and we know what they can give us. And I think that's huge for us going forward. Yeah. How's pre-season been so far? How good's it been to get some games under your belt? It's been fine for me. I, I don't know about the boys. <laughs> pre-season's been... No, we, we, we tend to work really hard, as everybody does, but we, we tend to put a, a real focus on the sort of... The, the, the longer running, if you like, in terms of the first couple of weeks uh, before sort of moving on to the sharper stuff, just to give us that base for, for pre-season. It's something that served as well, the, the, the sessions we do uh, with previous clubs. And uh, no, I think it's been it's been decent weather most of, this, most of the pre-season, which sometimes helps, sometimes doesn't it? But uh, <laughs> no, the weather's been decent, so there's no... Well, we started on the grass just to save the legs and the, and the joints. And we've moved on to the back on air training, uh, the pitch at the, the Astro with the, to get the sharper stuff done and, and what have you. So, no, I'm looking at the, the guys were delighted to get the game started and we've had a, a decent run with the exception of one or two wee niggles here and there. Uh, and and cut one boy coming back to a long term injury that's trying to get back with us. But we're, with the exception of a couple of niggles, we've, we've been pretty pleased and we're pretty pleased with where we're at. We've got, uh, we've played four games. The uh, first game is Tournament. Managed to win that with a good game there, with a good game down at Drossen. We got Gavin Gowser's team, uh, really good game. Uh, then with the tournament at the weekend, which again, just from a fitness point of view, the two games and that heat over the two days, you think you've got enough players to do the two days, and then all of a sudden you get a wee niggle here and a wee niggle there, and maybe a boy can't make it or whatever. And all of a sudden we went for, I think, for, for making about eight changes on a Sunday to, to only making three. Yeah. Uh, so no, that that'll be a, be a a lighter session last night just to let the boys recover. Of that game against Orion Thursday, we were away to Glenrothes on Saturday, and then it's really all systems go for the the Davo game Tuesday Thursday next week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Obviously, one thing we've touched on is the competitiveness of the league. So, what's your kind of overall targets for the this season? Where do you see come look kind of at the end of this season? The way myself and H work and the way I've always worked is you must do better than last season. Now, ultimately, we weren't there for the whole season, but the, but the reality is we finished seventh, which I think uh, credit to the guys and the squad we had, and even the guys that have moved on, they all contributed in some way to, to getting us to where we got to. I think when we went in, as I say, we were, there was a real threat of relegation. Uh, and for a club like Cumnock, they shouldn't be in that situation. We've got a decent budget. There's people get carried away. We talk about budgets and scared to say they've got a decent budget or not. Yeah. We've got a decent budget, certainly not the, the top three the, in, in the league, but budgets are what they are. It's what you've got and you, you need to use it, whether it's a good budget, a poor budget, or a medium-sized medium budget. So we've got a decent budget for a club the size of Cumnock, the set-up, the infrastructure. We shouldn't be worrying about getting relegated each season. So I think from our point of view, we managed to finish seventh last year, which from where we took over, I think I don't think the guys could have done anymore. I think the top six were probably away and gone mm-hmm. uh, by the time by the time we come in. So credit to all the guys that were there that we managed to go in the run. I think probably, I know there was a few teams of decent ones at the end of last season uh, to stay up. But I think overall, I think if you take out Talbot and, uh, and Darvo, I don't think anybody would have done I might be wrong and somebody will correct me if, if I have. I've not looked at the exact stats, but I'm pretty sure we were very close to being the, the, the sort of maybe over the second half of that season, one of the form teams. Uh, if you take it to Talbot and Davo, I would be astonished if somebody had a better record than us, to be honest. Uh, but that's that's last season. And one of the things we identified from the interview coming up was, for some reason, they seem to have slow starts to seasons. And this is not about the previous manager or the previous manager. It's just about it. 
for as long as I can remember the last six, seven years, he seemed to have really poor starts to seasons. Then all of a sudden, I don't know where the penny drops or where they just think, well, we can't get relegated. He seemed to finish seasons off strongly. Yeah. But the next season just goes the same way. And it's about <laughs> making sure the mentality is right. That we did have a good second half of the season, but that's all it was and it's gone now. Uh, we need to focus and, and that'll be the first target to finish Highland we did last year, which is Highland 7. Uh, or put more points in the board in terms of average points, average goals, etc. And I think that's going to be a target. There's no point in sitting here going, well, we just want you to stay up again. That's not good enough. It's not good enough for the club. It's not good enough for the squad of players we've got. And, and for myself and H.A. and Adam involved in the coaching side, it's, it's nowhere we want to be. So, no, it's, a, it's about building something. Uh, we've got, as I say, we've got the infrastructure there. We've got a decent budget, a great committee behind us, a good squad of pl- players now that we're, that we're happy with everybody we've got. And uh, there's no excuses next season. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's putting my head in the block, but no. there is no excuses. We're, we're happy with what we've got. We always want to improve, but uh, I think that the first target needs to be finishing better than we did last year. Yeah, well, we're wishing you always best for the season ahead, Brian. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. No worries. Thanks very much, Scott. All the best. So it's a pleasure as always to be joined by the Largs manager, Stuart Davidson. Stuart, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure as always to have you on. Hi, thanks for having us, Scott. Absolute pleasure. pleasure. How are we? Hi, all right, all right. I'm um, looking forward to the season starting. Um, obviously, pre-season, it's hard work getting the games in and that as well, but you can't beat the real stuff when it starts. Absolutely, yeah. We'll touch, obviously, on last season. It was obviously a staying up was a priority for so many teams, but when you, when you secured safety, how good was that to that kind of finalise your safety for next, this season? Aye, listen, it's great. Um, it's no, it's not what I set out for in the season, you know what I mean, to survive a relegation battle. Um, but just the, the way the league went last year, I think it was very cutthroat um, with the amount of teams it was going to do. And uh, the, the start we had as well, we had a really bad start um, with so many games at the start of the season. Yeah. And you're, you're in about, about four weeks or something, you're already thinking, we're doing there, we need to get a finger out. Um, so... Come the end of the season, it was it was a relief, uh, and it, it was good to see how far the, the team had come on and how how much fight they put into the the league. Because at one point we looked as if we were done. A lot of people had us done, uh, and the players uh, they showed some fight and a lot of character to, to stay in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a tremendous end to the season. Obviously secured safety, but one of the kind of big players that was it was there was Will Sewell. Obviously he secured his move to Stenhouse Muir. Like for a personal point of view, how happy are you for him to get his, get a move like that? I'm delighted for him. Delighted because I think he's got the ability. He's still at a young age as well, where he can go even further. Um, he's got a good attitude, great attributes. So listen, I'm delighted for Will. Um, and listen, see, see last season, I don't think that's what Will was set setting out for with, with scoring the goals and the performances. I don't even think he was thinking too much about that. He just loves playing football and loves scoring goals. So obviously these opportunities come up uh, and, and he's took one of them. So um, no, I'm delighted for him. Yeah, absolutely. But obviously getting into the season ahead, it's is it going to be difficult to replace a goals? Aye. I'd listen, no no many strikers in this league could score 42 goals. I don't I can't remember who, who has. Uh, it's new um, as well. Um, so... Of course, it's going to be difficult to replace. Um, but that's the thing. Obviously, Will, he scored a lot of goals and was great for the team. But I, I thought that towards the end, of the full team yeah. uh, were brilliant. Um, a lot of other people were chucking in with goals as well, keeping clean sheets. Um, so I, obviously, we need people to put the ball in the net. But I, I'm still happy with what we've got and what we've brought in. 
Yeah, absolutely as well. Obviously, it's been a quick turnaround for last season. Like, there's, I think there's only been two months for the end of last season to the beginning of this one. How you found that? Has it been hard to kind of recruit players? Has it been quite like longer than you thought it would be to? Yeah. Listen, it's always the same. Largely, we kind of feels as if we're getting somewhere, building a team, and then players leave, and we've got to get more in. And is it? I just I know how it is doing there. Um, uh, and but. Listen, I'm, I'm happy with what we've got in. I'm, we still maybe need another one or two to, to strengthen the squad, um, but I'm, I'm happy with what we've got. Um, so it's it's one of these things, people come and go, so we just need to deal with it. Brilliant. The transfer activity, obviously, who you kind of brought in so far? I know the Alan Frizzle's come in. Like, who else has kind of joined him? Hi, so we've brought in uh, the goalkeeper, Jamie Walker, who was at uh, Stranraer and was out on a couple of teams as well. He's young, really good potential, so um, he'll come in with, with Jamie McGowan and fight it out, which we need competition there, so so that's good. Um, we've signed uh, Ryan McGreef for Yoka, mm-hmm. um, done really well with him last season. He's had a bit of experience uh, in our league as well, but I've been very impressed with him pre-season. Uh, and we've also brought in Dave McGrath for Yoka, who's uh, he's fitted in well, scored a couple of goals pre-season, uh, very hard worker, my type of player, really like him. Um, and up top we've brought in, uh, as you say, Frizz and um, brought in Scott Lewis and Liam Coogans as well. So again, all players with good ability, good work rate, and it's just about bedding them in and fitting them into the team now as well. They've come in, they've gone well with the boys, they've worked hard, but I think as a team over pre-season, I've noticed we've still got a bit today to, to gel together. Mm-hmm. What about the games in pre-season so far? Have they been good runs out for the team? Aye, uh, I, I, we did Johnston Borough tournament to start with. Um, we'd played um, Mary Hill in the first game, and Glenville the second, scored five goals each game, was good. All the new players got a goal. Uh, it was good for their confidence, um, and it was it was minutes in the legs. You know, I mean, over two days, so that was good. And then we, we played Hurlford on a Wednesday. Um, really competitive, friendly. That was uh, really enjoyed that. Uh, great for the players. Mm-hmm. Hurlford, really good team, experienced, hard working. So uh, that was good. And then we bowled as well. It was a, a tight game. They gave us a good game down at Larks, and uh, we, we drew no no at Newston uh, the other day. So I, it's, it's been good games and everybody's been getting plenty of, plenty of time and um, now, now it's the time where you're starting to look at your team for next Saturday for the league start and it's up to people to impress and, and uh, show that they should be playing in that game. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing we'll, we've spoke about with everybody is just how competitive this league is and we saw that last season with how tight it was kind of for the survival places and obviously the three teams coming up. It looks a stacked league, doesn't it? Aye, aye, definitely. It's listen. It's, it's always a hard league. Uh, I know. It, obviously, Atherley, Canvas Lang, and uh, who's the Peter's one? Peter Hill. Um, they've all won their groups and come up. Usually, you're getting people coming up, maybe third and fourth and mm. stuff. But um, they've all won it, so they're, they're all good teams. Um, and to add to the teams that's in the league, it's going to be very, very competitive as usual. Mm. Um, but. It's important to get off to a good start. That's that's what we did in the day last year, so um, we need to try and get a good start this year. And the overall aspirations for the season, what are they playing in sample? What's, what's the target for Lag this year? To get a better start than last year. That's uh, I don't look too too much further ahead. Um, this is 
don't want to be in a relegation battle. Well, I guess high up the league as we can, but it all comes down to, to how we start the league because um, we don't want to be to be chasing again. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure and best of luck for the season ahead. Yeah, well, cheers, Scott. All the best, mate. So we're delighted to be joined by the Rob Roy manager, Stuart Maxwell. Stuart, welcome to the season preview. It's a pleasure as always to be on. Hi, Scott. Hi, great. Thanks, mate. How are you? Not bad yourself. Hi, good, good, good. Thanks. Brilliant. Well, obviously last season, a ninth place finish probably defied your expectations for the season. You must have been delighted to obviously secure survival in a, a tough league and kind of build to last season. Hi, well, I think, yeah, first back to last year, I think when... Obviously, a lot of the predictors were coming out. I think if they had Rob Roy, the bottom seven, and listen, I'm, I'm quite realistic, rightly so, but they had a poor start, and yeah, people were probably in the bottom two at that point after losing their first four games. But I started to see the signs sort of early on. We made a couple of key signings and got a few players back from injury, and etc. And yeah, you could start to see the improvements. We, we, we had like fits and busts between the end of the new year and then. Had a decent start to the new year and then sort of kicked on, but you could see the improvement was coming. And then towards the end of the season, I think we were probably one of the, the form sides in the league and, and showed some really good performances. And, and fair play to them because, like I say, players are like managers and everyone else, supporters. They always seen relegation favourites and all that. So they sort of uh, answered their critics very well, I think, uh, and pr- proved that there's a lot of good young players in that squad that will benefit of playing. In, 50-plus games last year, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And obviously this season, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough league, as we've, we've said. The league is pretty stacked from top to bottom. Would you not agree? Oh, it's... Listen, the only, the only difference... It's, it's, not, it's, it's as tough as last year. The only slight difference is it's seven don't get down. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we're under no illusions. Stay at, the, stay at the bottom three, I think, is key again. And, and hopefully maybe next year we can maybe get a bit of stability behind the scenes and then we can kick on again, hopefully. Yeah, obviously transfer activity. It's been a busy summer, both in and out. Obviously, Chris, Chris yeah, Craig Truesdale's away to Darville, but you've brought in some good players like Sir Cameron McNair, Dylan Young. It's been a busy summer. I sort of, sort of trend. That's my sort of trend. I sort of overload that wee bit because I've not got the biggest budget. I think I've I've got to sort of score the teams that are run about. There was a lot of good teams get relegated. A lot of good players went went down with teams and. And obviously, we picked up uh, I think four or five for teams that were below us. Yeah. And uh, like you said, as you mentioned a few there, all good players and uh, had good spells last year. So I think uh, for a, a team in Rob Roy's sort of situation and budget to lose one player that we probably wanted to keep, but the other ones were out the door, it was sort of amicable, it was sort of wasn't really working out. And I think we've brought in some decent quality. But again, the, the demands that, that come with Rob Roy that will take a wee bit of time to settle into the system of things and how we play and it's a new club so hopefully they all can come in and improve how good how good the players were for other clubs last year and, and, and do well for Rob Roy mm-hmm. So obviously been a quick turnaround as well with the how can I late the season finished last year and how early this season started how much can a pre-season been like so far? It's been a difficult one because we were one of the late finishers mm-hmm. uh, so we, we, we probably looking at if you sort of look at the average squad we were probably by two weeks after everybody else uh, three weeks into it with two games and boys have come back in really good shape which to be fair obviously not knowing the new players but obviously I've had, I've had a good conversation I expected that anyway that was a given for me uh, the two games we've played I want to be hypercritical we've probably created 
probably twenty good chances in two games and and uh, probably not our shooting boots haven't been quite on yet our, our final decision. But I put that down to a bit of rustiness in the gameplay. But we've we've certainly looked, looked fit and hungry and we've got good numbers in the squad. But uh, it's still early doors. But it's like anything else, you you, you set the expectations high and the players have set their own expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, high as well. So like I say, I'm like schemes tonight and probably get to game four or five and such a quick turnaround now. Before you know it, after next week or so, we're into <laughs> game. So it's, it's so quick for every team. So it's, it's it's difficult, but it's just the nature of the way it is, the way it's been for the last day. Obviously with the COVID and yeah. the league reconstruction of the league, it's been, it's been difficult, but we've just got to go on with it. Yeah, obviously as well, with the couple of times we've had you on the show, we spoke about the, the kind of stadium and the progression with that. That's progressing really well since the last time we spoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stadium is progressing. <coughs> now, pitch has been laid, floodlights are up, barriers around, infrastructure of the, the, the pavilions getting built. Uh, we're obviously in a situation, it's well documented now that the situation slightly changed that we were uh, obviously going into partnership with the council investing in it but the money we had um, got from it, the sale Adamsley uh, that changed for whatever reason uh, so we are now got to submit a business plan which we're currently doing and uh, we've got our money in the bank which will also help fund the uh, leasing costs and we're looking to get a 25 year lease on the stadium with probably an option to maybe extend that an option to uh, take it over full time at some point but First and foremost, we want to get listen. I think everybody, whether you get Rob Roy at heart or not, or just a general football guy, I think that's what we deserve. Yeah. I think Bob deserves it to be back in the community. And I really think uh, if they get that, then I think Rob Roy is a massive club for me. I don't care what MD thinks that Rob Roy is a massive club. And things are really working in the background now. We've improved infrastructure with our media side. and fundraisers and, and, and improvement of kit and it's all things geared up to going to the new stadium so it looks it's getting brighter for Rob Roy the storm clouds sort of not as heavy as it was on us but we just need that final final pass to get us uh, to get us back home and a decade out of Gherkin Tullock yeah. but as, as we know as we've spoke before and I've probably bored myself with it as much as ridiculous so hopefully this is a, a final hurdle and I can get back home with ball yeah. here's hoping Final question before we wrap up: What's the overall target? What's the what would you be, be happy with kind of this time next year? Yeah, I think I think I'm. You can rewind back to last year and just stay up. <laughs> but I, of course, let's say we 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 are realistic. But we've got to aim high. We've got to we've got to try and get as high as we can. I don't think anybody would have predicted to finish joint eighth, ninth, whatever it was last year. But we finished and end up. I don't think anybody would have said that. Especially after a start. So, but at the same time, as I always say to players, don't be a one season wonder. You've got to build on what we did last year, staying in a, a tough league and with seven going down. Uh, so, we've got to try and stay in the league realistic. And I think that's got to be our target. But knowing our capabilities within the squad, we've, we've retained probably 90% of it. I think within their targets as well, they'll be looking to, to try and get higher, higher again. But as, as you reiterate what you said earlier, it's a Really, really tough league again, and the quality. Some of the the players that come into the high end budget teams is is really made a, a, an exciting league. And the three teams have come up have, have all uh, got good squads as well, and any teams that are in the middle are all mm-hmm. so it's really tough. But I think for my my ambitions are stabilise, then we'll take it from there. But 
let's try and have a better start than we had last year. Yeah. <laughs> Make my stress levels better anyway. <laughs> Absolute pleasure as always, Stuart, and best of luck for the season ahead. Thanks, Scott. Take care.